Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to our guest, Ferry Boards, Moshi Rian, uh, Director at the Institute of Global Finance on the line from Sydney. Ferry Boards, uh, thanks for being with us. I'm looking at the data that we're just now getting from China. Not so un, well, it's a little weak, I guess, not unsurprisingly. Uh, with the retail sales number going negative, the street was looking for some positivity. Is this all COVID related, do you think? Uh, mainly, I would say, yes, uh, I think, as you know, a uh, number of cities been affected by uh, zero COVID uh, policy. And naturally, you could expect that, uh, if you like, uh, a bit of downturn, if you like, in some of the activities uh, in China. Uh, and of course, we know that uh, economic growth uh, in China this year hasn't been strong. And uh, the expectations are that hopefully uh, next year uh, the situation could get better and economic growth could go a bit higher than 3.8%, which was the last quarter, hopefully to something around 4.5%, if you like, uh, for next year. Do you anticipate that this weak data could motivate policymakers to perhaps speed up the process of relaxing COVID restrictions? That's exactly the point. Uh, that's right. Uh, and I think uh, we are now getting signals that the policymakers are considering that. The fact that uh, the delegation of China now is in uh, G20 and can see how basically it is, if you like, safe <laughs> uh, to manage uh, life with COVID. Uh, I think there will be, I would say, some movement to ensure that uh, they can basically balance, if you like, the restriction versus economic activities. Yeah. Yeah. So away from COVID, I think sentiment has also been impacted by the collapse of the property market. And we know now, as a result of uh, the news some Friday of last week, that Beijing intends to provide a little bit of support where the property market is concerned. Do you think this is going to improve in a meaningful way consumer sentiment in China? I think so. I would say definitely, I mean, the Chinese economy really didn't have a great time over the last year or so. And definitely uh, supporting the housing industry and the construction uh, in general in China is going to stimulate the economy. And also it could increase the consumer sentiments and confidence, if you like, uh, for them to spend money. Uh, I would say they are the measures that they are now considering as part of 
incentivizing consumers as well as exporters to increase their activities. And uh, Fari Balls, I want to return to what it was talking about there, that meeting between uh, Presidents Biden and Xi. The photo op I found quite telling. I can't remember ever seeing Xi Jinping smile quite so broadly. Uh, Joe Biden says this isn't a kumbaya moment, but which economy needs a thaw in relations more right now? <laughs> um, well, basically, I think uh, they both did very well, I would say, and the spirit of the meeting appears to be uh, fairly constructive and positive. And the signals we are getting from, I think, uh, both parties, I mean, uh, Joe Biden had a press release, uh, press uh, conference uh, after the summit. And of course, we've seen some uh, statements uh, from Chinese officials, uh, foreign ministry. I think all indications are that I think it's a good starting point. But what we need to know is whether they are going to if you like, follow up, as they've suggested, with some of the agreements. And over time, uh, they are going just to basically abide by some of the in-principle agreements, if you like. Technology is a big sticking point. We know that the Biden administration has put uh, very tough restrictions on access of very sophisticated technology, particularly as it relates to semiconductor production. To what extent does this have the ability, if these restrictions do remain in place, to kind of significantly curtail China's ambitions when it comes to advanced technologies? Well, there is no question that uh, even if there's been a, if you like, a constructive meeting between the two leaders, it doesn't mean that some of the trade restrictions are going to be removed. And I think, as you suggested, uh, all indications are that, as uh, also the president uh, Joe Biden mentioned, competition will continue on, and behind the competition there will be some, if you like, non-tariff and other me- measures uh, to restrict, if you like, some of the flow of commodities and goods. And I think for that reason, I don't think we need to read too much with regard to semiconductors. Uh, issues as a consequence of the current summit. And I think we should just really be mindful whether there will be a better bilateral trade relationship between these two countries uh, in the months and in effect years ahead. Later today, there'll also be a meeting between Xi Jinping and Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. And uh, I'm wondering where you might place the odds of a relaxation of the $20 billion worth of trade strikes against Australia and and what kind of message that might send to the rest of the region. Yes, I think the fact that there is no precondition for this meeting is, I think, is very constructive approach because it allows China to... Uh, look at the issue of trade with Australia, and as you mentioned, a significant amount of fund uh, and resources which have been basically uh, pulled out of the Australian economy. And I think it is in all indications are that it is possible that there could be some relaxation of trade between these two countries. Mm-hmm. But good news is it could be done in a way that both Uh, countries could feel they are the winners as a Mm -hmm. consequence of that. 
All right, uh, Fari Bosmasharian, Director at the Institute of Global Finance. Thanks so much for joining us with your insights today. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.